the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. A big reason for the inflation that we see everywhere is spending. Spending, 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 spending. Democrats love to spend. They love to tax so they can get more money to spend. And they will spend even if they cannot tax or the taxes do not bring in enough to fund their spending initiatives. Look no further than Columbus City Hall, which last night passed a budget of $2.1 billion. $2.1 billion. Now, you would think that that would be offset by a corresponding amount of tax revenue or income, but you would be wrong if you expected that. Uh, There is, in fact, a record one-year drop in income tax revenue, which accounts for about 80% of the city's general revenue. It is the largest year-over-year decline in tax revenues since the city income tax was created in 1948. 1948. Like 75 years ago. But Andy Ginther, he's got to spend that money, man. Of course he does. He's a Democrat. Now, it's interesting that Sunday I had a conversation with a friend of mine who I guess he would be considered a Columbus City employee, one of the 8,673 full-time equivalent employees, which is up over 100 from the previous year. He got something in the mail recently, and he said, I got this scarf. You know, it's like some people call it a muffler. Some people call it a scarf. Wraps around his neck. And it was like a Columbus, you know, bully for Columbus, like a pro-Columbus Muffler. I would like to know. You can respond on Facebook, The Bruce Hooley Show. You can send me an email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. You can call me, 844-TALK-989. I'd like to know if you got this muffler. Because he said to me, he goes, did everybody get this? Because he's not, he's, not he's, he's not a street sweeper. But he's also not, you know, a city law director, head of a department. I'd say he's... Maybe a tad upper middle employment tier in the city. If he got this and everybody above him got this, thousands of people got this. And if everybody below him got it, 8,673 people got it. What's the cost of that? In a year where they have like no tax revenue or reduced tax revenue because of the pandemic. And by the way, remember, they tried to steal your tax revenue. Even though you were working from home, you were living out in Dublin and Hilliard and Gahanna. And Reynoldsburg, and they were like, yeah, but, you know, you normally come to work, so give us your tax money anyway. 
And the state of Ohio said, pound sand on that. Of course, Andrew Ginther doesn't remember, nor likely does Zach Klein, his law director, that we fought a war over that one time, taxation without representation. Might have heard about it in the history books. It was probably systemically racist when you did. So this phenomenon of Democrat spend, 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 regardless of income, is why as I passed the gas station today on my way to take my daughters to school, I see that diesel fuel is at three ninety nine a gallon, and that regular unleaded is at three twenty nine a gallon. So there for a while it went down a little bit. Now it's back up, and with oil over, what did I see the other day? Oil's over $90 a barrel. It's going to start biting big time. One of my favorite people to listen to in our United States Senate is John Kennedy from Louisiana because he's folksy and he just cuts right through the malarkey. John Kennedy was up on Capitol Hill yesterday. He had the podium, which is always high theater. And here is what he said about two minutes worth of the wit and wisdom of John Kennedy on the source of inflation in our country. I, I did some calculations before I came down today. From December of 2020 to December of 2021, most recent numbers we have, gasoline is up 49.6%. In my state, in Louisiana, it costs Louisianians $27 more than it did last year to fill up the tank of a Chevy truck. That's every time they fill up the tank. The truth is that uh, most Americans are having to spend on average about $3,500 more per year because of President Biden's inflation. Now, to some people, that may not sound like much. That's a lot of money to the people in my state. An extra $3,500 out of the budget of most working Americans is a lot. And the Biden administration keeps pushing. It keeps trying to stuff more diapers down the toilet. The Biden administration wants to, st- to throw another five trillion, not billion, not million, trillion dollars of gasoline on the fire and build back better bill. And if we pass that, it, there'll be another trillion dollars. I mean, this administration spends money like it was, it was gully dirt. I've never seen anything like it. Which leads to inflation, and the Biden administration will not accept responsibility. President Biden has blamed inflation. He blamed it uh, first on COVID. Now, I'll admit COVID is spreading, but I don't see people walking around coughing inflation on each other. Uh, Then he blamed it, I think he blamed it on China for a while. Then President Biden blamed it on uh, greedy corporations. Uh, I expect next he'll say that inflation originated in, in, uh, in a bat. But the truth of the matter is, it's not complicated. Um... It originated with his spending policies. And it is just killing my people. It is killing them. And it is hurting the American people. And it's hurting the least among us, 
the most. Uh, the president's policies, I regret to have to say, have administered a sucking chest wound on the budgets of the people of my state and the people of America, and it's got to stop. But it's not going to stop, of course, because part of the problem is a lack of cheap energy. We all consume energy as much as they'd like to have us convert to green energy. We all consume energy. We are creatures of having the freedom to go where we want to go when we want to go there. And it takes energy to get there. It takes energy in your car to get there. It takes energy on a bus to get there, to get goods to market. I was in Kroger, Worthington yesterday. I thought I was in Bosnia. The shelves are so empty. Diesel fuel is three ninety nine a gallon. I had a cousin who used to operate a... Dump a dump semi. He helped build roads out west. So he had a center dump semi. And I get the weight of that semi, you know, hauling road materials, probably heavier than hauling goods and services. But this was 15 years ago. He said he got one mile per gallon in his diesel truck. I don't know what it is for over-the-road truckers hauling food and stuff like that, but it's probably right about there. So for every mile you travel in a truck... Let's say your cost as a trucker is just four bucks for the gas, for the gallon of diesel. Well, now you figure out how much it's going to cost at $4 a gallon to get those goods to market. And you know why your hamburger and your bacon cost what it costs. And Joe Biden thinks that everything is free. Your COVID test you're getting in the mail is free. Your mask you're getting in the mail are free. Your vaccine is free. They throw that word around as if it's truthful and that these things just materialize out of nowhere. But you know that's not true. You know there's a cost to everything. And so he's flooded the market with money, $1,400 stimulus checks, this, that, the other. He wants to spend more, as John Kennedy said. This is why... Even though it's clear right now that the Democrats and the leaders, the thought shapers and the opinion shapers on media are trying to change their tune on COVID. Oh, we got to live with it. We got to. They're starting to come around to that because they realize if they don't, they're going to get crushed in the midterms. But the inflation, the inflation is not as simple. Getting gas to go back down, getting food to go back down, filling those shelves up is not as simple as just overnight saying, you know what? You're right. Masks don't work. You know what? You're right. We should have the schools open. You know what? You're right. Social distancing, not really necessary anymore. We're not in a pandemic. We're in an endemic, and we're fine. See, they, they will work really hard to change that narrative over the next few months. But the inflation narrative is not going to change. And that is what I think people will have top of mind. Because as John Kennedy said, and as you know, every time you go to fill up your vehicle, you are paying 10 to 20 to $30 more than you paid a year ago. You go to buy bacon, and you're like, what do you mean it's $8 a pound? It used to be $3.85 a pound. Why is it $8 a pound? Because we have an inept president with inept policies who has enslaved us to foreign oil, foreign energy, when we were able to produce more than we used under President Trump. So all these things are interconnected. Sure, you can change the narrative on COVID. You can try. You can get your lying duplicitous 
partners in crime in the media to act like, oh, we never said we never said that vaccines would fix this. We never said boosters would fix this. We never said masking was important. No, we agree. Yeah, they can do all they want to lying about their positions on that. But they can't change the numbers at the store. And because they can't, they'll pay, I hope, a record toll for that in the midterms. So we are approaching the May primary for, well, for everything. But the headline races are, of course, the U.S. Senate on the Republican side and the governorship of the state of Ohio on the Republican side. Uh, Mike DeWine is going to be touting his big Intel project, jobs, spending, biggest uh, chip factory in the world. Mike DeWine will be touting jobs, 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 jobs. I'm the jobs guy. He was the job crusher guy during the pandemic, but he had a lot of company. He governed more often like a Democrat than like a conservative. You were wishing that you had a governor who had the courage to take on the fear mongers. Well, then you'd have to move to Florida or to Texas for that. You did not get that from Mike DeWine. He was uh, very (laughs) careful there. I'll be nice. He was very careful. And there are those who did not appreciate his uh, degree of care. His, in many people's view, exceeding his authority to uh, Dr. Amy Acton and others. And so he has challengers. Jim Renacci, longtime well-known Ohio politico, is one of his challengers. Joe Blystone, citizen candidate, farmer. Uh, Definitely a different kind of a candidate. Is also running. And we just had an addition to the race this week of a former uh, Ohio state legislator. Uh, DeWine could help himself, I think, by immediately lowering or eliminating the gas tax in the state of Ohio. But he's not going to do that. As I said in the previous segment, the price of gas hits virtually everyone. There might be a few people who ride on buses, walk where they're going. But I'd say 85% of Ohio teenagers and adults feel inflation most often in the pocketbook when they fill up their vehicle with gas. Did you know that in the state of Ohio, 38.5 cents of the price of gas per gallon is Ohio state gasoline tax? And 47%, 47 cents rather, 47 cents is the amount you pay per gallon of Ohio gas tax for diesel. I mean, what would you do if you drove by the pump tomorrow and regular gas was $290? you would be like, hey, hey, this is trending in the right direction. Well, Mike DeWine could do that with a stroke of a pen, but he's not going to do it because he thinks we need that money for infrastructure. Now, far be it for me to tell the governor how to run his campaign because I really don't care one way or the other whether he wins the primary or not. I just care that whoever wins the primary wins the general because I do not want a Democratic governor of the state of Ohio. But Mike DeWine, if he's going to persist in not 
reducing or eliminating the gas tax for a small period of time until we get through this inflationary period. I think it is going to hurt him politically. And it will not be a good headline for him if he takes a position on a bill being pushed by an Ohio state senator, Stephen Huffman of Tip City, who is pointing out that, hey, governor, your big concern over spending on bridges, and Dwine always mentions the Brent Spence Bridge in Cincinnati. Got to build the Brent Spence Bridge. Got to keep the gas tax. Well, a lot of people go over that bridge, and that probably plays well in Cincinnati, but the people in central Ohio don't really give a rip about that, and I guarantee the people in Cleveland don't give a rip about it either. So Stephen Huffman says, you got a bunch of infrastructure money for Ohio in Joe Biden's infrastructure bill, which you wouldn't have had if Rob Portman wasn't a squish who joined in with Biden in spending money that is definitely driving up the price of gas. So here is what Stephen Huffman says. With gas prices soaring back above $3 a gallon, combined with the Biden administration's failing energy policy, many hardworking Ohio moms and dads pray that their last quarter tank gets them to payday. Now more than ever, we need to repeal the gas tax increase passed in the last transportation budget since there is ample federal funding taking place. So he's not even talking about eliminating the entire gas tax. He's talking about knocking off 10.5 cents a gallon from regular and 18.5 cents from diesel, which DeWine talked the GA into passing in 2019. So Huffman's bill would lower the gas and diesel tax for five years. And then, you know, honestly, you could say Mike DeWine is showing strength of character here in that he is embracing a politically mm, damaging position because he believes it's the right thing to do. Normally, I would say that's indicative of a strength of character because it's easy to always say, well, sure, that's going to help me get elected. Sure, I'll do that. But in this case, I think Mike DeWine's just flat wrong on this. And I think Stephen Huffman is right on this. We are getting money in the state of Ohio for infrastructure from the federal government. It it exceeds the amount of money that would be made off the gas tax in the state of Ohio if they keep it where it is versus where they drop it to. So that extra 10 cents per gallon would bring in whatever it would bring in. We're getting more than that from the feds. So I don't, I'm not knocking DeWine because he's sticking to a position. I'm knocking DeWine on this because I think he's tone deaf to what the people in the state of Ohio need the most. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.